Have you ever thought about how you would leave your nine to five job? I mean, I know that full-time entrepreneurship isn't for everybody, but just in case, do you have an exit strategy? Do you have an action plan of what you would do if that time came? Well, this week, you're going to be getting a full-scale nine to five exit strategy. You'll get a full list of things that you should do before you put in your notice. This is going to be one of those episodes where you need to take notes. So get your supplies together and let's get started. Hey, you're listening to the Busy Biz Podcast and I'm your host, Alexis C. Richardson. I built my five-figure business right out of college and all while working a nine-to-five job. And I'm still doing both, at least for now. It's time to build the business of your dreams and we're going to do it together. If you're ready to build a business while balancing a nine-to-five, turn up the volume and let's do the work. So around sometime last year, I started planning my exit from, you know, having a nine to five. I was going to go into full-time entrepreneurship because my nine to five was no longer serving my purpose. And I'm all about purposeful living. And I full heartedly just believe in jumping and doing the work and living in your purpose, But in however, I believe in jumping with some kind of plan. You know, you might not have everything figured out, but having some kind of plan. So I was planning and planning and planning. But of course, life did not work out the way that I planned. And I ended up getting a different job uh, that is just amazing and is, you know, me fulfilling parts of my purpose, which is amazing. So I never really got to use my exit strategy. So I wanted to share that with you guys because a lot of people ask me, you know, how did you, have you prepared to leave your nine to five and what are the things that you should do? And so I'm answering all of those questions in this podcast today. So before you even think about quitting, here's the things that you need to do. So number one, get clarity um, around what you really want. I think so often, so often um, we all have an idea of what entrepreneurship is, right? Um, We think, oh, you know, some of us might think, oh, entrepreneurship means that I'm going to have more time to spend with my family. Well, not necessarily in the beginning, because in the beginning, you're going to be the one doing most of the work. You're going to be putting in a whole lot of time. And so entrepreneurship in the beginning for the first couple of years might not mean you have more time, right? And then there's also you know, some beliefs that, oh, entrepreneurship, you know, um, I'm going to have more financial freedom. Well, in the beginning, you're going to have a whole lot of startup costs. So it might not mean financial freedom in the beginning. And just full transparency, I didn't even pay myself out of my business for a really long time. And honestly, I still don't like fully pay myself like a salary or a consistent income out of my business. I reinvest pretty much all of my money into my business um, just because I still do have a nine to five. So you really have to niche down or that's not even the best term, but really get clarity on what you want. You know, do you want just an additional income to have, you know, more money for vacations 
Or do you want to supplement and build your business to replace your nine to five, to replace your salary so that you do have a little bit more flexibility about the hours that you work? You know, really figuring out what you want, because that will shape your goals. Because if you're not trying necessarily to have a six-figure business, replace your income, retire your spouse, then your the work you put in and how much you put in and just balance will look a lot different um, from one, building a six-figure business than to maybe your goal is to you know, have 60, 60K a year. Those two look very different, right? So you want to get clarity about what you really want. And if what you really want is realistic, especially in the beginning years of building a business, both a brick and mortar as well as an online business. So number two, you need to figure out the cost to launch your business. This was one of the things that I was really surprised about when I first got started on like shifting from a side hustle to a business was how much startup costs there are when it comes to launching a business. You know, from the services like your website, project management tools, um, designing tools, licensing, um, you know, graphics, different products, um, getting your business foundations is a huge one. Um, I spent so much money on legal and accounting because I wanted to make sure that I was, I had the right business foundations and this could really be even its own step. So I'm going to call this 2.1 you know, um, is getting your business foundations right, you know, making sure you have a private policy, you have your service agreements, you have your, if you need an LLC or if you need an S-Corp or whatever you need, making sure you're tapping the professional um, guidance of accountants and lawyers and people who, you know, they went to school and they have all this stuff, you know, and getting their, um, you know, getting getting your business foundation to together and right, because you don't want anyone coming for you and your business. And you also want protection liability wise, ex- especially if you are in a high risk industry, um, but also under, you know, figuring out the cost of launching your business. You also want to say once you figure out you know, how much um, it's going to cost to launch your business, you want to save the first year of business expenses. So from, you know, Canva to if you're hosting through Squarespace or if you're, um, you know, going to use an email marketing tool or if you're going to use a, um, you know, a course to, um, service that they host your your course online, you want to make sure that you're saving you know, that year or that cost um, to launch your business for one year because you don't, in the first year, shoot, in the first couple of years, you don't want to even have to like worry about, oh my gosh, am I going to be able to cover these expenses? Like just knowing how much you're going to have to spend on expenses and just going ahead and like just kind of putting it 
like in your mind that this is what I'm going to have to spend to get it off the ground will kind of put things into perspective. And it also lets you know, how much do you need to to um, make to even break even? So number three would be to actually build your business. You know, you don't want, I never suggest people, you know, quit your job before actually building your business. One, because I think doing both allows you to test a little bit more in your business because when you quit your job, say for instance, and you haven't started your business, like all of your eggs are in one basket and you really have to focus on making money and supplementing your income. And you don't necessarily have the creative freedom to experiment, to do things creatively that you might have if you had a nine to five or had additional income that is covering your, you know, your life expenses like bills, rent, all that. And so I always say build your business before you leave your um your nine to five because you want to make sure that your your business is viable, that the services you provide are viable, that people actually want them because Oftentimes we might have an idea of what we want to offer and maybe that isn't what the market wants. Um, And also you want to build your business because you want to build several income streams. You don't want to be reliant on one client. You don't want to be reliant on one stream of income because again, the market changes. And so one income stream might do really well during one season but then another might not, but then it could flip the next season. And so you want to make sure that you have several income streams within your business. But in order to do that, you have to build your business. Um, so number four, I always suggest you save your coins, save as many coins as you can, because we kind of talked about this in um, the second thing. But just to take it on a more personal level, you know, you want to make sure that before you quit your nine to five, you're saving out your personal, in, your personal, um, I guess, expenses, your life expenses, things that um, it costs for you to live and to have a roof over your head and food on the table. You want to make sure that that is you know, set aside. So again, I always suggest saving a year out of those expenses because you never really know like what it, what and when your, what it will take for your business to launch and just take off. And you don't know how long it will take. You know, sometimes it takes longer than a year, but at least with a year, you really have that flexibility. You have 12 months to, to do the work, put it in and like grind. And by saving one, and like we talked about in this second step, saving a year out of business expenses. And as we're talking about in step four, saving out a year of, you know, your salary, your bills, you know, rent, food, um, you know, saving out that one helps you build a debt-free business, but it also allows you not to have the stress of crap, after I quit, I'm going to make sure I have to, I have to replace my salary. I have to do this. I have to do that. You know, and maybe even you could set the goal of you won't quit until you, um, you know, you replace your income in your business. You know, it really is dependent on you, but I definitely suggest at a minimum you save 
in your savings account a year out of personal expenses. Um, because having that just off your shoulders and be able to just pay that out of your savings and not have to worry about paying it and paying yourself from your business income, I think will relieve a lot of stress off of you. So number five is, and this is one that I think not many people think about, but before you quit your nine to five, you want to make sure that you are utilizing all of your nine to fives resources. So normally they, some companies um, will have discounts at certain stores or through certain software companies, or even maybe you need to get some updated equipment. You can get discounts that way. There are also programs that, um, some companies might have that allow you to do different things like, um, you know, exercising or it allows you to save money in different ways and you can be really creative. And then on top of that, I know that there are also some educational programs that some um, nine to fives provide. So whether that's conferences, whether that's internal um you know, learning platforms, utilizing that because through those programs, you are basically being paid to learn and you're not having to pay to learn, um, which you will have to do when you're a full-time entrepreneur. So I always say utilize your company's resources as much as possible, you know, of course, in the a legitimate way. Um, and then number six, which is one of the last things I'm going to go over today is network, network, network. I don't think I can even say this one enough. Um, networking in business, especially when you're an entrepreneur, is so important because you want to make sure that you have a good support system around you as well as guidance. So this could look like mentorships, business coaching, business consulting, and that would be more along the the guidance route. And that's great because you can skip several years down the road and you can like avoid a whole lot of mistakes that a lot of people make if you have good guidance. Um, just don't get, you know, uh, gypped, tricked out in these streets. Um, make sure you're doing your research. Um, and we actually have a episode on how not to get got through, um, by coaches and that's on the busybiz.com. And I think it's like episode, um, I think it's number seven. Um, I'll make sure I put that in the, um, podcast notes, but we definitely do talk about how not to get got. I think, no, it's actually podcast episode six, um, and you want to definitely not get scammed. Um, so if you need a reference, reference that episode. Um, but also a good support system when it comes to networking is just having business friends. And they don't even have to be necessarily in the same industry as you. And they don't even have to be on the same level as you. They could be on a level above, you know, a level below or even on the same level. You know, it's really just helpful to bounce ideas off of each other because sometimes we're so in our heads head that we can't see past it. And sometimes we're just too close to our business to really see objectively as to what the best next step is. Um, also, networking is great because you're able to expose yourself to different vendors and contractors, which is great because you always want to make sure you're staying in your lane. 
Like stay in your lane. Do not veer out of your lane of expertise. And so having a directory of vendors and contractors that you can contract work out to or contract parts of projects out to will help one help you not stress over those areas. And it will also help you just live within your lane of expertise. Um, so I always suggest networking as much as possible before you quit your nine to five. Now, I know that was a whole lot um, and that's a whole lot to do before quitting your nine to five. But if you do those six things at the minimum, like you will be set up and like ready to fully take on full time entrepreneurship, because trust me, it is not a game and it is, it's hard even being an entrepreneur doing both. Um, but when you are a full-time entrepreneur and you are relying on that income to eat, like the stress becomes a whole nother level. So just to give a quick recap over the strategy is number one, get clarity on what you really want. Like, don't pay attention to what you see out there in these streets. What do you want? What do you want to see? What does success look like for you and for your family? You don't have to quit your nine to five. Let's be clear. That is not a must have. Everyone's entrepreneurship journey is different. So get clear on what you want, right? So number two, you need to figure out the cost to actually launch your business. What are the business expenses that you are going to have and save out a year of those expenses so you don't even have to worry about that. Number three, actually build the business. Build several income streams. You don't want all your eggs in one basket. And you want to make sure that you're testing your products and your services to make sure that they're viable. And even if you need to do beta tests, that is totally fine. You don't have to fully launch something and do a whole production of something and waste your money without beta testing it. Y'all, it ain't got to be perfect. Done is better than perfect. Number four, save your coins. And this really has more to do with your personal expenses. You just want to make sure that your bills are paid for a year. You want, you don't want to have to worry about food. You don't want to have to worry about, um, you know, the lights, the water. You, you can focus on just working creatively in your lane and building your business. Number five, Y'all like take advantage of your nine to fives resources like they're there. They've already been paid for like you have them at your fingertips. Use them for as long as you can and as wisely as you can. Um, and then number six, network, network, network. Having a team of people around you will help you along this journey because I promise you it gets lonely. It gets hard. The nights are long and you need a support system around you. One to tell you if you're veering off track or if you're doing amazing. Like it's it it is very hard in these streets to be a solopreneur. So having a community around you really does propel and push you along the way. So I hope this exit strategy really helped you. I wish I would have been able to use it, but I am very happy that I'm able to do both. That's the season that I'm in. Um, I'm happy that I'm living in my purpose in both ways, 
but let me know if you want more because the exit strategy is way larger than this, but it's way too much to put on the podcast. Um, so let me know if you guys want me to create a PDF that really fully explains everything. Um, but for more information about this week's podcast episode, head on over to thebusybiz.com slash episode 13. And if you enjoyed this week's episode, head on over to iTunes, leave a review, rate, and comment. It's time to build the business of your dreams. Let's get to work.